You're listening to Hidden History, and I'm your host, Ellis Tucci. Hidden History is an audio project of Bulletin Technologies, LLC. To find out how you can fly for a fraction of the cost of commercial, go to bulletinflights.com. For our very first episode, we'll be talking about one man and the death that created hundreds of thousands of radical political advocates during some of the tensest years of the 20th century. His followers called him a martyr, the first casualty of the Cold War, and through a manufactured legacy, the August 25, 1945 death of a Baptist minister became synonymous with an increasingly paranoid brand of anti-communist moral crusader that would have made Joe McCarthy blush. Welcome to Hidden History. You're listening to Episode 1, Brother John Birch. Well, I was feeling low down in blue. I didn't know what in the world I was going to do. Them communists, they were coming around. They were in the air. They were all over the ground. They wouldn't give me no peace. Well, I run down most hurriedly and joined the John Birch Society. Got me a secret membership card. Started walking off down the road. Oh, boy. I'm a real John Bircher now. Look out, you commies. Well, we all agree with Hitler's views. Although he killed six million Jews, it don't matter too much if he was a fascist. At least you can't say he was a communist. That's to say, like, if you got a cold, take a shot of malaria. Well, I was looking everywhere for them reds. I got up in the morning, looked under my bed, looked in the stove, behind the door, looked in the glove compartment of my car, couldn't find them. Well, I looked underneath everything, behind a chair, looking for them reds everywhere. I even looked up my chimney hole, looked out deep inside my toilet bowl, they got away. Well, I was home alone, I started to sweat. I figured they was inside my TV set. I peeked behind the picture frame, got a shock from my feet right up to my brain. Them reds caused it. I know they did, them hardcore ones. Quit my job so I could work all alone Then I changed my name to Sherlock Holmes Following some clues from my detective bag I discovered there was red stripes on the American flag Oh, Betsy Ross Investigated all the books in the library, 90% of those got to be thrown away. Investigated all the people that I know, 98% of them have got to go. The other 2% are fellow birchers, just like me. Now, Eisenhower, he's a Russian spy, Roosevelt, Lincoln, and a Jefferson guy. To my knowledge, there's just one man that's really a true American. George Lincoln Rockwell. 
I know for a fact he hates comedies because he picketed the movie Exodus. Well, I finally started thinking straight when I run out of things to investigate. Couldn't imagine anything else, so now you find me at home investigating myself. Hope I don't find out nothing. Good God. That was Bob Dylan performing Talkin' John Birch Paranoid Blues in 1963, when the John Birch Society was at the height of its influence. With over 100,000 members across the country, its monthly meetings and letter-writing campaigns are considered to be one of the first examples of grassroots lobbying. Not soon after, the radical group began to slowly lose its power, and by the time its founder died in 1985, the society had become a laughingstock in the American political scene, a distinction that it maintains to this day. But let's start at the beginning. The John Birch Society was established on December 9, 1958, in Indianapolis, Indiana, by a group of 12 people, including Robert Welsh, the creator of Junior Mints, and Fred Koch, founder of Koch Industries. Welsh, Koch, and the other founding members were bound together by a single thing, a deep-seated fear of communism. And so it was destined that the John Birch Society saw communism, well, everywhere. As a matter of fact, Welsh himself thought of American liberals as, quote, secret communist traitors, and urged members of his society to do things like join their local PTA in order to combat creeping communism in American schools. As the Cold War got more and more tense, the John Birch Society got more and more paranoid, and by 1961, between 60 and 100,000 Americans had bought into their idea of a grand communist conspiracy. To members of the John Birch Society, affectionately known as Birchers, nobody was safe from the Reds. And so it didn't come as a surprise when one of the Society's publications, The Politician, accused President Dwight Eisenhower of being a tool for the Russians and raised the question of deliberate treason. The possibility that the President was a Russian spy made sense to the members of the Society. But accusations like that appalled the mainstream political right and led to right-wing intellectuals like William F. Buckley to beg the GOP to rid itself of the influence of Robert Welsh and John Birch. To the John Birch Society, the communist conspiracy ran so deep that they actually advocated for an end to the Vietnam War, as President Johnson's fight against communism in Southeast Asia was somehow a part of a communist plot to overrun the United States. In their monthly meetings, members would watch a short film by Robert Welsh and then write letters to congressmen and representatives linking specific policies to the advancement of the communist menace. But eventually, Welsh's conspiracy theories caught up with him, and membership began to decline sharply by the mid-60s. And by 1969, the society was becoming increasingly desperate to regain its former power by making increasingly rash claims the most notable of which was the accusation of Chicago lawyer Elmer Gertz of being a part of a conspiracy to merge all police departments in the country into a single national force. The claim eventually turned into a libel lawsuit, which in 1974 went before the Supreme Court as Gertz versus Robert Welsh Incorporated. 
Not only did the society lose the suit, but it helped establish a new precedent for proving malice in defamation cases. Elmer Gertz was eventually rewarded $400,000 in total damages, and the John Birch Society lost even more of its dwindling clout. This upsurge in even more radical action from the JBS took other forms as well, like ferocious opposition to OSHA, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, the distribution of literature opposed to civil rights legislation, and the advocation for the impeachment of Supreme Court Justice Earl Warren, all while maintaining its push to remove the United States from the United Nations and oppose the, quote, mass medicine of water fluoridation. However, when founder and CEO Robert Welsh died in 1985, a large part of the John Birch Society's fringe and conspiracy elements died with him. It's still active today, and though the society still considers itself to be anti-communist, it no longer advocates for the opposition of civil rights and the uncovering of the communist conspiracy at the highest levels of government. But if you've been listening along and paying attention to the names in this story, you might have a question in the back of your mind. Who was John Birch? Well, he was a Baptist missionary, Air Force captain and intelligence officer during the Second World War. And what did he do to have a society that bears his name? Well, he died. On August 25th, 1945, John Morrison Birch was killed in a confrontation with communist Chinese soldiers of the People's Liberation Army. Yet, surprisingly enough, there isn't any evidence that Birch shared the convictions of the society that would come 13 years after his death. As a matter of fact, General James Doolittle, who met Birch after the 1942 Doolittle Raids, said in his 1991 autobiography that he was certain that Birch, quote, would not have approved of the use of his name. The John Birch Society is one of the first examples of modern grassroots activism, modern political advocacy, and modern radical fringe groups. Its policies took root not only in American legislation, but also in our popular culture. So, to finish our inaugural episode, here's the Chad Mitchell Trio's 1962 hit, John Birch Society. This is Ellis Tucci at Hidden History, signing off. Oh, we're meeting at the courthouse at 8 o'clock tonight. You just come in the door and take the first turn to the right. Be careful when you get there, we'd hate to be bereft. But we're taking down the names of everybody turning left. Oh, we're the John Birch Society, the John Birch Society. Here to save our country from a communistic plot. Join the John Birch Society, help us fill the ranks. To get this movement started, we need lots of tools and cranks. Now there's no one that we're certain the Kremlin doesn't touch. We think that Westbrook Pegler doth protest a bit too much. We only hail the hero from whom we got our name. We're not sure what he did, but he's our hero just the same. Oh, we're the John Birch Society, the John Birch Society. Socialism is the ism dismalest of all. Join the John Birch Society, there's so much to do. Have you heard they're serving vodka at the WCTU? Well, you've heard about the agents that we've already named. 
Well, NCA has agents that are flatly unashamed. We're after Rosie Clooney. We've gotten Pinky Lee. And the day we get Red Skelton, won't that be a victory? Oh, we're the John Birch Society, the John Birch Society. Norman Vincent Peale may think he's kidding us along, but the John Birch Society knows he spilled the beans. He keeps on preaching brotherhood, but we know what he means. We'll teach you how to spot him in the cities or the sticks. Or even Jasper Junction is just full of Bolsheviks. The CIA subversive. And so is the FCC. There's no one left but thee and we. And we're not sure of thee. Oh, we're the John Birch Society. The John Birch Society. Here to save our country from a communistic one. Join the John Birch Society. Holding off the Reds. We'll use our hands and hearts. And if we must, we'll use our heads. Do you want Justice Warren to be your commissar? Do you want Mrs. Khrushchev in there with a G.A.R.? You cannot trust your neighbors or even next of kin. If mommy is a commie, then you gotta turn her in. Oh, we're the John Birch Society, the John Birch Society, fighting for the right to fight the right, fight for the right. Join the John Birch Society as we're marching on. We'll all be glad to see you when we're meeting in the John, in the John, in the John Birch Society.